Hey gang, Ross Brand here for LivestreamUniverse.com. This is Livestream Stars. Thanks to everybody for hanging with us. We uh, are finally able to do the interview with Tim Buckler of Busker. So happy to have him join us. Tim's going to be at Summit Live next week. Uh, Busker is one of the sponsors. He's also uh, going to be on a panel or doing some speaking as well. And a big part of the event helping people learn how to monetize their live streams, which is what uh, one of the things that you can do with Busker. And uh, Tamir, let me give you the bio real quick. We're, we're, we're going to try to roll through as quickly as possible. Tamir is the co-founder and COO of Busker, the only interactive live streaming platform with commerce and real cash tipping. Buckler focus on, focuses on establishing commercial partnerships with retailers, publishers, marketing outreach, talent acquisition, and community development efforts. He has an extensive background in e-commerce and online marketing, strategic business developments, and business operations. Prior to joining Busker, Buckler served as the CEO of the Happy Cloud COO and CRO at Pronto.com and was director of strategic business development at Price Grabber. So, uh, Tamir, first of all, it's great to have you on, and uh, we didn't connect the first time, but thanks for rescheduling, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna do this, and uh, hopefully people will join us, and uh, we'd love your questions uh, over over the next uh, half an hour. Um, let me start by asking you: um, you've got a lot of experience, obviously, with startups and uh, business development in different areas. What do you like? What brought you to uh, decide to get involved with uh, Busker? Uh, two things. One, um, well, first of all, thanks for having me on the show. Appreciate it. Yeah. Sorry about what happened earlier. Um, just a little bit of a mishap on my side, uh, timing wise. Um, so two things that brought me here. Uh, one, uh, first and foremost being the team and the group, um, the group of folks that, uh, we're, we work with or I'm, I'm working with here and, and uh, a core group of the founders, um, are hail from, um, a company called Price Grabber. Uh, that where you know most of us work together for a, a good long stretch. So um, the opportunity to come back and do something with um, a team and a group of folks who I'm very close to and uh, who you know we had some pretty good success together. That was you know a big draw for me. Um, the second thing is you know interactive live streaming um, being as as hot of a topic as anything uh, was super intriguing for me and the idea of figuring out a way to help people monetize live streams and, and leveraging commerce and shopping to do so was also just really a, a, a big appeal, especially given our, given our backgrounds in, in e-commerce. So uh, hopefully that answers your question. Yeah, before we get to the, the basics about the app and kind of introduce it to people, um, we hear a lot of people have talked about the possibility of, of monetizing and Busker is giving people that opportunity. Um, it, just in general, what have you noticed? Have you noticed sort of a common theme or a common path that people who've been successful in monetizing live streams have taken? Or are there many ways to get to that to, to get to that point? I mean, we're still figuring it out. I think there are many ways to get to that point. We're equipping broadcasters and influencers with as many tools as possible to achieve that end. Uh, it's it's early on. It was one of those things where you saw folks come over and say, hey, it's, it's kind of awkward. I don't really want to ask for money. I don't really want to ask for support. Uh, but on the other hand, on Periscope or wherever else they were doing things, they would put you know, their PayPal address in their profile. So um, <laughs> getting over that hump 
was really sort of step one for us. You know, when we launched the app, we launched uh, with with support and the tipping function only. We actually launched a commerce only in October. Uh, so the first step for us was was is there an appetite for for both broadcasters and, and viewers to engage um, and and to support one another uh, via tips, right? Um, right. And and we learned pretty quickly that that there absolutely was right. Once you kind of got over that hump of of hey, we're not asking for money. We're just doing the things that we normally do. We are we're entertaining. We're providing you with 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 guidance. We're we're giving you advice. Um, we're doing great stuff uh, over live. And you, as a as a viewer and as a supporter, you're going to continue to support me. I'm going to continue to do more. Um, once we got people over that hump, it became very clear that okay, this works. This makes sense. And for us, it's about creating you know a better environment, more features to support that end um, to, to help creators do just more with the platform. We're talking with Tamir Buckler, the uh, co-founder and COO of Busker app. It's a live streaming app that's been around for almost a year now and gives live streamers the ability to monetize. So with the live commerce feature, for those who may not be familiar with it, um, there's a lot of different things people could do with that, right? I mean, they could sell real products, right, while they're broadcasting. People can yeah. purchase, actually. How do they... Absolutely. How does that how does that work in terms of like how does the broadcaster kind of set that up? How does the sure. uh, the viewer go ahead and purchase something that they see that they like? So so commerce on Busker is native to the broadcast experience, meaning you never leave the broadcast at any point in time. You're not redirected outside of the app to complete a purchase. Um, we have a partnership with Stripe where broadcasters can create a Stripe account if they don't already have one, set up. Um, uh, essentially, you know, inventory or products on their Stripe store and connect their Stripe store to Busker, at which point when they go live, once they've once all of that stuff has been set up and approved on our side, uh, once the broadcaster goes live or just before they go live, they can select which products that they want they want to include in their broadcast. When you go live and um, uh, viewers are, are watching you do what you do and decide that they want to purchase something, um, you know, you have sort of three functions that happen in the app inside of, of the B menu. You click the Busker B, you get you have the opportunity to like, you have the opportunity to support in a number of denominations, and then you have an opportunity to purchase if the, the seller or, or the buy option is available and the broadcaster actually link the product to the broadcast. As a, as a buyer or a, a viewer who wants to buy product, um, you, you would put in your, uh, your credit card information and your shipping information and billing information just one time. We store it for you for future purchases. And from that point on, it's just sort of a two-tap buying experience. Um, and then it's just sort of the, the, the general fulfillment sort of stuff that happens between, you know, a buyer uh, and, and a seller via, you know, that, that we facilitate through, through the app and that the, the, the seller will facilitate and manage through their Stripe account. So for the broadcaster, you're you're making that decision. You're hitting that uh, the busker, the B button in the lower right corner as soon as you get before you start the broadcast, you're making. You know, the you're decision. doing that on the you're doing that on the pre-broadcast screens. So right, right. Before you go live, before you go live. Yeah, and then the the viewer can can choose at any time during the broadcast, obviously, to go ahead, or can they even choose during a replay? Can they go ahead and Absolutely. purchase? Okay. Yeah. So uh, as long as there's inventory available, and that's really just dependent on what how the broadcaster sets up his or her products. Right, right. And now, do they go into like another another? Um, 
like another interface or is it just they've got their information in there if they choose to buy it's it's a click of a button and and confirmation or whatever and and you're done that's it that's it so once you tap on um the shopping icon um in in a live stream you'll see you know a window slide up cover up you know uh, at least half of the screen where you can you know check out what products being sold decide if you want to buy it again if you're you've already inserted your credit card billing and shipping info um, then it's just a one tap buying experience and then a notification will flow through uh, on the live screen uh, on a chat uh, you know and it'll say that you know so and so purchased a product um, and that's that's the flow what are some of the products that people have been able to successfully monetize so far so we see artists selling art um, we've seen fitness instructors sell uh, diet plans um, uh, just, you know, I, I think the, the range is, is, is wide open. You know, there's, uh, there's been a, a lot of, there's been a lot of folks set up stores and successfully sell product. We actually, over the last, since the beginning of February, started our own shopping network, uh, where we brought a few influencers in house. We have a small studio here and we are actually selling, um, a wide range of products to, you know, to our audience, uh, five days a week in the month of Feb. And we sold everything from, um, you know, a wine opener to a backpack to, you know, um, a handheld steamer. I mean, you could essentially sell anything you want on the app. And is that, um, your, your business plan you share in the, in the, um, the revenue that the, that the, uh, broadcaster brings in? Is that how you do it? Or is there another way? Or do you charge some type of uh, subscription in order to, to sell? How does that work for, uh, the people who are selling. So the app is open. The app is free. Um, mm -hmm. Anyone is open to use these functions as as they please. We simply take a 15% cut of any transaction that happens through a live stream, whether it's uh, support, tipping, or uh, or commerce. Wow. So that's uh, that's pretty good. I mean, that's a pretty good deal for people to get on and have a platform like that to uh, pitch and to sell what they what they have to offer. Um, so, so you mentioned a lot of artists, a lot of musicians, a lot of people like that. Are they mostly playing for tips or are they, you know, with say musicians, are they selling, are they selling downloads or CDs sure. or, yeah. you know, absolutely. A lot of musicians, a lot of musicians selling their music, uh, either digital or, or hard copies. Um, we also have, um, an interesting feature, a scheduled broadcast feature. So unlike most other live streaming apps, where you go live spontaneously uh, on Busker, you have the option to schedule something well in advance and, and give yourself the time to go out and promote it and bring an audience in. And what's that? What, what we've noticed with that feature is that it's in, in a lot of ways forcing people to do, um, to be more prepared for when they right. go live. They're, um, they're essentially building a, a show concept um, that can become you know, multi-episode going forward. Uh, you have folks doing cooking shows. You have, you know, we have a very popular lip sync battle that happens on the app. So, um, and, and these are, these are, you know, coming back weekly, uh, the same day, same time each week. Um, and that's, it's really interesting because it's helping people, again, establish a presence uh, in a, in a more show, like, you know, tight knit show, show format, a little bit outside of what you would expect in, in a more spontaneous live streaming environment. Um, and it also leads to, um, bigger audiences and 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 more activity in the stream. And are you seeing that that those folks are are also um, setting specific times, like they're doing a 
three thirty oh, yeah. every day or four o'clock every day, so that it's it is really getting that sort of broadcast schedule, and people start to know when and where to find them. Oh yeah, absolutely. So we have a uh, we have a comedian. I think she's uh, she does two shows a week, um, and she's been doing it consistently for like six months. Right, same day, same time, and that's that's the case for a lot of folks on the app. How did you get into live streaming or become interested in live streaming? Is that something you were doing before uh, you got involved with Busker, or is this kind of a new thing for you? It's kind of a new thing. So, no, I, I wasn't. Um, you know, my background is in e-commerce, and uh, then I spent a few years uh, running um, uh, uh, a game, a gaming technology company. Um, so dabbled a bit in sort of the video space. But, no, it was just more, to, more happenstance than anything. Um, but we're all in now, so. Right, right. And where do you see, I mean, do you think that, that selling is is a big part of the future of live streaming? Do you think, um, you know, in the beginning, it seemed like it was more about, like, making that connection and then maybe we go offline and do business or something like that. And now you're seeing that the people who really are effectively monetizing it are able to get on and sell or have no hesitation about putting their product or their talent or whatever out there where where do you see live streaming going like over the next i don't know two or three years well look i mean i think we're certainly going to find out i don't think anyone has cracked that code or really understands it yet you know you see a right. lot of players in the space and you see a lot of players um um you know focusing their energy and efforts on building sustainable platforms uh but i don't think any one of us has quite figured it out i would say that you know we're doing a lot of different things right that that make us unique that give broadcasters and viewers alike a reason to come and explore Busker and use Busker. Uh, and I think that we're onto something. Right. Do I think shopping can be a big part of what we're doing? Absolutely. I mean, otherwise we wouldn't be investing the energy and time in it. Uh, we know that it works. Uh, it's just about how we can scale it in a way that, um, that makes sense for people going forward. You know, we're, we're at the very beginning stages of, of live, right? I think a lot of people, don't know that they can use their cell phone, their mobile device to go live at right. any point in time. Um, we're not even at the tip of the iceberg. So it's early days and, and we're learning as we go. Uh, but we feel really good about where we are as a platform. And, and as we try to figure out, you know, our, our own sort of core focus, you know, we're leveraging uh, a lot of, you know, our, our prior know-how to, to address areas we think are important for broadcasters and viewers. And do you see uh, yourself staying with mobile only or do you see yourself doing like uh, kind of what Periscope did with Periscope Producer where you give people the opportunity to use software and go live from their desktop and do more produced shows where they can put their own, you know, branding and graphics and things like that? Um, so two parts to that question. One we believe in web. So we think there is a, a web experience, a desktop experience and a mobile web experience um, that can thrive in live. Um, so we're, we're already kind of working on that uh, to some degree. Um, and then sort of when you talk about the producer angle, uh, it's interesting. Yeah, I, I think there's something there. I, I, I think it takes a little bit um, away from the rawness of a live stream. I think that when you are sitting in a studio and you've got multiple cameras sort of going in and out uh, and, and throwing you know layered graphics on top of streams, it can be done in a way that's raw, a la you know Snapchat, you know, you, by using filters. Um, but could, but it can also come off as perhaps you know a bit studio-ish. So um, it just remains to be seen. Yeah, we're going to experiment with that and kind of figure out what what we think works.
Yeah, I mean, I think you want a, a balance between it looking like uh, just replicating what you have on TV to where people don't even feel like they should interrupt it by chatting, right? right? Exactly. And, then, and then probably if people are trying to do business, you might not want to have some of the silly elements of Snapchat, or maybe you do, maybe that maybe does do. sell, you know? Yeah, and we've experimented with that. You know, we have, as I said, this live shopping show every every night at 5 p.m. Pacific. Um and we started off kind of with this very kind of QVC-ish format. And very quickly, we understood that there was an audience there and people wanted to interact and talk. And, you know, the hosts have are, are sort of, you know, pseudo famous on the platform and you have their audience that wants to interact. So then we turned it into more of a, hey, come do what we're doing with us. We're going to entertain you and, and we're going to sell you product at the same time. And we're finding that that, that works. So you can't, can't really run away from or abandon um you know, the core element of live, which is interactivity. Right, right. Yeah, it's definitely what makes it different from TV and what TV really hasn't figured out how to do yet, which is, uh, you know, make it a sort of a participatory broadcast rather than right. just pushing something out. want to say a quick hello to Kevin Black, Nick Rishway, and Carlos Phoenix is here, Friar Wade and Alfredo Tagolo and everybody else. Thank you so much for joining us. Do please share this out if you have any questions for Tamir about using Busker, about monetizing your broadcasts. Please do throw them in the chat, and we'll pass those along right away. Barb Tomlin is here as well. Hey, Barb, says great approach for monetization, which it definitely, definitely is. What what percentage of, of users, if you have the data, would you say are are – right now actually monetizing or tr or even trying to monetize and then you know probably a lot are, are still doing sort of you know more communication than 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 selling right <laughs> i mean I, I, honestly 100% of our users have an opportunity to monetize right right so uh, i think that's the better way to phrase it uh, anyone who goes live can generate support via tips and um, can sell something uh, once their store has been approved. So, uh, I mean, that's that's the reality. And we we see a lot of uh, support activity on a month-to-month -month basis. Uh, those numbers are growing, uh, and we see lots of people selling product or attempting to sell product and experimenting with different ways to sell product in the app. So, a, a big percentage, uh, you know, without being too specific, of our users right. um, are taking advantage of those features. Right. I'm sure I'm not the only one who goes who goes live without trying to sell anything so far. I'm not saying I'm not going to, but so far, well, look, it's yeah, been again, just... I mean, selling selling is one thing, but again, just you know, we don't take the, the tip option away. Right, option right. Is what you can turn on and off. Um, you know, we have a, a a pretty big chunk of users who have set up stores. Um, I'd have to look at the data to understand what percentage yeah. of their streams they actually sell on, but quite a few. That's pretty impressive. Um, Kevin Black asks, how can we become involved in the shopping night? Sounds like a great way to get one's training to sell live. Uh, well, I mean, you can create an account, create a store and sell on your own. If you mean getting involved with us on our own show, I guess I'd have to better understand what you do and. Frozen. you restart the router? Oh, I'm back now. Okay, here we go. I'm yeah, sorry. we're back. Wasn't sure <laughs> was. Hey, Wagner. Hey, Sabrina. Uh, so, yeah, the question was about um, 
how people can get involved or are you enabling other people to get involved in your in your selling or your studio uh, um, broadcast? You know, we're, we're just in a, in a very much experimental phase with our show specifically. But mm -hmm. I, I, I always tell people, you know, who reach out and ask about how, you know, hey, what do you think about this show idea? Or how could, you know, what do you think? You know, just do it. You know, we've, the platform is there for a reason. Um, I'm happy to help people get set up. Um, but what we like to see is, is users leverage the platform and, and show promise uh, and, and put effort behind it. Uh, and then, you know, if there's an opportunity for us to work together, we'll certainly do that. I mean, some great examples of some, some folks who adopted the platform from day one. I mean, there was no one on the app at the beginning, you know. And today you see folks who've got thousands of followers and who, you know, get lots of people in their streams, uh, concurrent, you know, in replay, whatever it is. And, and they do a lot. We have people making a living on the app. So um, it's just a matter of putting the effort the effort into it. And if there's an opportunity for us to do something together, obviously we, we can figure that out. This is Livestream Stars. Easy for me to say. The show where we feature talented broadcasters and app creators delivering high-quality content across Livestream platforms. And if you want to learn more about us, go to Livestream Universe, Livestream Universe. Dot com. Uh, Barb Tomlin and Fryer Wade have both asked about desktop, which you covered already, uh, and they do believe in the web experience, and so there may be something coming in the future which will let you broadcast from uh, a desktop or a laptop computer. Um, let's talk quickly about Summit Live. You're going to be speaking there, and you guys are also a sponsor. What is it about summit live that that made you guys decide to to get involved with that well first and foremost they're they're hosting the event in our backyard so kind of hard to ignore that um, right. a lot of the folks that uh that use our app in terms of you know influential broadcasters are going to be there so it's a great opportunity for us to interface with them um and we know you know the folks who are throwing the event and so uh to to help them and to help us really um get exposure and, and be a part of something that we think can be a uh, beneficial to the space and, and to us it's, it was important for us to be there so what other aspects of the app you talked about um monetization um the ability to schedule are some of the things that really make it stand out versus competitors what other aspects of the app that you know people who are new to it or haven't used it yet might might find out that okay this is a little bit different than what they're what they're used to experiencing well, a lot of people have very nice things to say about um, the cleanliness of, of the broadcast experience. Uh, it's not cluttered. Um, um, the, the, uh, the, the, the video quality is generally very clear. We, we always get a lot of uh, feedback that you know, our video quality is sort of top, top notch. Um, so, oh, hey, Sabrina. I know Sabrina. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think the general experience is, is very different than, than most other apps. I mean, the way we structure our feeds, the fact that we're featuring people um, and, and sort of labeling sort of top five influencers in a specific category. Um, the community is really tight. You're going to find on our app that there are very little trolls. Um, and uh, so that, that hasn't really been a, a major issue for us as of yet. I know we're small, but um, we've put some things in place to kind of protect ourselves against uh uh, against that outcome, and uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I think I think it's definitely sort of a a different experience, and a see for yourself uh, kind of uh, uh, response is really what I'll say, right?
Yeah. So Barb Tomlin asks, is Busker sponsoring a hospitality suite during uh, Summit Live? We're going to have a booth um, that should be quite active at Summit Live. So you're welcome to come by. We're also having an event um, on Thursday, the 23rd at night. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram. It's busker.co. And in our profile, there's a link to the event where you can sign up and attend. Space is limited. So if you want to join, by all means, go for it. Um, but yeah, we're going to have a, a bit of a party. Yes, I signed up for that. I'm definitely looking forward cool. to it. Cool. Um, Wagner asks, we sort of touched upon the future, but we didn't necessarily get into the monetization. And I think it's, you, you mentioned sort of a wait and see, but I'll throw it out there again anyway for people who are just joining. What does the future hold for uh, monetization and live streaming? That's from uh, Wagner Dos Santos, the host of Wagner Live Insights, every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern. I mean, I think, I think for me that that is um, the key to the success of the space. I mean, if you think about how YouTube became YouTube, um, it was all about monetization in the end for, for YouTube. And, and a lot of uh, budding stars on YouTube are sort of uh, leveraging the platform for, for that end, right? So, so we feel very much the same about monetization, which is why it's something we didn't want to ignore and, and we put a lot of energy behind uh, at the forefront. And, you know, whether it's, it's going to be shopping that leads it or support or, or something else that comes along, uh, we, we certainly believe it's an important component to, to people's lives. Let's face it, people are spending um, lots of hours in live streams and um, some people are devoting their lives to it. So, um, you know, you've got a following and if, if there's a way for you to earn a living off of that following, like most people do, influencers and on other platforms i think live is no different right right in the time we have left uh what what do you see as the next uh the next maybe the next thing you're going to roll out for the platform is there anything you can talk about it any anything new coming down the pike that we should be looking for oh man the development pipeline is just stacked there's so so many cool things that that we're working on or that you know we've talked about and we know is coming through um, one big thing is going to be a change to the way the feed looks um we're going to be you know upgrading it and and incorporating a lot more focus towards some of the scheduled show content so you're going to get you know a, a real kind of experience that that leverages you know almost a network feel uh but of course you know comprised of live streams um, uh, picture in picture is something that we're, we're looking at, um, as I said, desktop, um, there's a whole host of things that, that we're pumping out. I mean, we've only been up for 10 months and if you, if I showed you a screenshot or gave you a quick video tutorial of what the app looked like day one to where it looks now, I think, <laughs> I think you'd find that we're, uh, making quite a bit of progress. So that's not going to change. Hold on a minute. I heard picture in picture. Are you talking like one day we could do this interview on Busker? Oh, yeah, definitely. Sooner rather than later, I think. Yeah, that's something that we're very eager and, to get out. And without needing a whole bunch of production software and no, things no. like that, like two people so from mobile phones or, you know. No, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you'll be able to just tap into someone in the audience, yeah, um, and, and, and bring them into the stream. So Yeah, Wagner asks, um, how did Busker succeed in cultivating such a thriving community-driven app when platforms like Blab failed? You know, we got we got a little we were a little fortunate with our timing, I think, and it was not something that we meant to do. But you know, hey, we launched I think around the same week that that 
Paris or that uh, Meerkat decided to pivot. And so you had a lot of Meerkatters who were kind of like, okay, where are we going to go next? Um, there was also a time where it seemed like there were a bunch of folks on Periscope who were discontent with, for whatever reason, with the platform and were looking to experiment elsewhere. So I think the first week we had just a, a massive influx of some core key broadcasters from both platforms and um, a big number of them stuck. And, you know, it's, you know, same faces wanting to hang out and be in the same place um, and being a part of something from the ground up was really important. You know, we have prided ourselves on being in tune with the community. We all, we do a Q and A, which is part of why I missed the call earlier today. We do a <laughs> weekly, a weekly Q and A um, on Fridays uh, midday that usually lasts about an hour where we sit down and, and talk to our community and address upcoming features and take questions and um, just, you know, really, you know, we're, we're constantly in tune with what's going on. I mean, I talk to so many users on, on a weekly basis. I probably, you know, I never, I, I can't keep track myself. So, so for us, that's a big part of it also is just being a part of the community. And anyone you talk to who uses Buscrib will tell you that, right. You know, we're just really in tune with what they're, with what they want and what they're doing. And we try to, we try to keep, uh, keep people happy. Well, I am so excited about the picture and picture possibilities um, because, you know, I haven't really thought about monetizing through tips or anything like that, but wow, to be able to do interviews and sell products, you know, have guests come on. Like if you were had written a book and you could come on and you could actually like sell the book while I'm interviewing you or whatever, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's a, that's a perfect example. Someone like a guy like Joel Com, you know, who, who does, you know, his, his thing. I mean, to be able to sell his book, um, you know, there's, there's endless opportunities for, for commerce. Awesome. Yeah. And do you, do you see giving people the ability, like you mentioned the web experience, do you see like giving people that ability to use something like OBS or Wirecast as well for interviews? Or do you think you're going to keep it native to the app, even if it's native to a web experience of the we're, app? I mean, we're, we're looking at a number of options. I think for us, the more native the experience, the better. Um, right. We don't want to rely on third party services where we don't have to. And, 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 you know, an interview um, model is, is one of many uh, ideas that can work with a picture in picture um, feature. Right. Um, right. Right. So, um, there's all, you know, there's shows on the app that people host with one another from remote locations. And usually they're jumping from one broadcast to the next. So there's plenty of opportunity for us, for, for folks to leverage that kind of feature. But yeah, I mean, native first, but whenever, we need to leverage a third party. We'll do that. Sounds good. I know you got to run. Thank you so much for uh, making this happen. And, and I'm really looking forward to hearing you speak at Summit Live and seeing you at um, the party as well. And yeah. just real quick, if people want to reach out to you and, and learn more about Busker, how can they do that? Um, you can uh, you can reach out to us. at the, We have a contact, um, contact at Busker Contact. I mean, I can, I, I, you can get, here's my email, Tamir at busker.co. There's only a few people in here, but uh, I'm sure I'll get a bunch of emails as a result. So go, go ahead. Uh, we could just do the Instagram account, right? They can follow you Instagram on Instagram. And Re reach out to us. So there's plenty of ways to reach out to us. Instagram, contact us through the app. You can email me directly. Um, okay. Sounds good. Thanks again. The app is Busker. Check it out.
uh, check it out and download it. iOS and Android, right? So either yep. way, you can you can do that. And uh, it's Tamir Buckler. He's the co-founder and COO of Busker. And we thank you so much for coming on. No broadcast next week, except for those that we do spontaneously from Summit Live. And then we'll be back uh, with our regular broadcast the following week. Have a great weekend, everybody. Great. Thanks, Ross. Bye-bye.